A story moment with Hansa and Dash in the city of the big castle. Get more episodes at storymoment.com. Season 1, Episode 21, Leaving the City of the Big Castle. There is a tower just off of Old Town Square in the city of the Big Castle. On every side is a clock face, but the western side is the largest. And though it can't be seen from the ground, if you look carefully above the eleventh hour, there is a little window. This is Hansa's window. Hansa is a very brave field mouse. Though he is not from the city of the big castle, like his best friend Dash, he has made his home in the village of the tower mice. Wait, said Hansa. I forgot to do something. Dash stood outside of Hansa's home, her hands on her hips and her tail tapping against the ground. What did you forget? she called out. This, responded Hansa, yelling over his shoulder. I forgot to do this. Hansa stepped closer to the little window at the end of his home. He peered down over the clock face onto the street below. The street was brimming with people. You know, Hansa thought to himself, I've always wondered if any of those people can see me up here. He chuckled and then shook his head. Of course they can't, he said out loud, answering his own question. Of course they can't what? asked Dash from behind him. She didn't wait out in the hall. Oh, nothing, he said. Then taking hold of the curtains with both his hands, he closed them. He turned and looked over his home. Everything was put away where it went. His bed was made. Miss Maggie had placed flower petals all over the room, on the table, the countertops, and his favorite reading chair. She told him that they would dry out and then put off the most amazing smell while he was gone. It would keep his home smelling fresh. Are you ready? asked Dash. Hansa just smiled and nodded. He picked up his scavenging pack, which was a good deal heavier than usual, and slung it over his back. To keep it snug, he tied a length of red ribbon from one strap to the other across his chest. Let's do this, said Hansa. The trip to the train station took no time at all. Hansa assumed they'd walk or perhaps Flicker would fly them. No, Mr. Shorttail informed him. We'll take the underground. You didn't know this, but those pipes run all over the city. If we take the pipe leading back from the river, it goes straight to the station. And so Hansa and Dash, Mr. and Mrs. Shorttail, Dash's little brother Martin, as well as the Brownfurs and their children, Mr. Whittle and Miss Maggie, all took turns climbing onto the wooden shells and sliding down the water pipes towards the train station. Again, again! yelled Teddy Brownfur over and over when they'd all arrived. Hansa just smiled at Teddy. Secretly, he wanted to ride the underground pipe again, too. 
Where's Mr. Green? asked Miss Maggie. I thought he was coming too. He's going to meet us there. I suggested to him that he hire Nellie, the alley cat near the cafe, to do some scrounging for him while we're away. He said he was going to work out the details with her and then would fly over with Flicker, said Hansa. Has Milton ever flown before? asked Mrs. Shorttail. Uh, Milton? asked Hansa. Mrs. Shorttail laughed. I mean, Mr. Green. Hansa shook his head. No, but he said he was willing to try it. Mr. Shorttail led the mice out of the underground area, up a spiral staircase. As they reached the top, they pushed through a small door that opened into the train station. Which way do we go? asked Hansa. Both Mr. Whittle and Mr. Shorttail stepped towards the front of the group to lead the way. However, both being very polite mice, they tried to give the other mouse the honor. No, of course, Walter, after you, said Mr. Shorttail with a slight bow of his head. Don't be silly, Jasper. You've led us this far. You should take us all the way to the platform. That is true, replied Mr. Shorttail, but it's been a very long time since I've been here, and things may have changed. You ride the train more often than I, so you should lead us. Finally, Mrs. Shorttail interrupted. At this rate, Hansa and Dash will miss their train. Then stepping forward, she led the way. Now, there are three ways to get from the underground area of the train station, which is near the above-ground entrance to the platform. The first is to climb a hidden staircase in one of the walls to the rafter area, where the mailroom is. This route takes longer, as a mouse must go up the stairs, cross over the beams, and then down another set of stairs. But it's also safe, far away from the feet of the people trying to get to their trains. A second way is to go through the walls. Long ago, mice tunnel the passageway through the walls from the entrance to the platform. And then there's the third way, which no mouse thinking clearly would ever take. To get to the platform, a mouse must run across the open floor of the train station. With so many people moving quickly, pulling bags on wheels behind them, it's quite dangerous. Cynthia, head towards the staircase up ahead, said Mr. Shorttail to his wife. No, that will take too long, insisted Mr. Whittle. Go for the passageway to the right. Dash looked at Hansa and shook her head. Mrs. Shorttail stopped abruptly and turned around. Boys, she said in a voice only mothers know how to use, that is enough. All of this back and forth has made us late. The staircase will take too long. Mr. Whittle smiled, his nose stuck up in the air a little. Mrs. Shorttail continued, And it looks like the passageway is not an option either. Mr. Whittle's smile transformed into a look of confusion. Stacked in front of the entrance to the passageway were several large cardboard boxes. Now Mr. Shorttail beamed. We're going through the station, explained Mrs. Shorttail. 
Immediately, Mr. Whittle and Mr. Shorttail began to protest. But Mrs. Shorttail held up both her hands, and neither of the mice continued. Mrs. Shorttail turned to Mr. and Mrs. Brownfur. Susan, I don't think it is a good idea for the little ones to go this way. Simon Shorttail interrupted. We're not little. Mrs. Brownfur nodded in agreement. I think you're right, Cynthia. We'll have to say our goodbye here. Hansa and Dash gave each of the brown fur children a hug. Olivia pulled out a piece of paper and handed it to Dash. It was a drawing. There were many trees and a large mountain at the top, and right in the center were two mice smiling and waving. Holding the hand of one of them was an even smaller mouse smiling. Who's this? asked Dash, taking the picture. That's me. Can I come with you? Olivia asked. Dash gave Olivia another big hug. Not this time. Dash stored the drawing in her pack. They said goodbye to the Brownfurs, who returned to the staircase heading to the underground. All right, are we all ready? asked Mrs. Shorttail. Everyone nodded. This way, she said. Mrs. Shorttail picked up the pace a little. She jogged over to a large column and hid behind it. The other mice followed right behind her. Now, do you see that big green sign above that passage over there? She asked everyone as she pointed towards the other side of the enormous station. All the mice nodded their heads. Between them and the passageway, under the big green sign, were thousands of pairs of shoes and rolling bags, all going very quickly in different directions. It says, Departures. That's where we're going. Dash, you take hold of Martin's hand. Mr. Whittle, please stay near to Miss Maggie. Everyone, keep your eyes looking left, right, and above you. We're going to go in pairs from column to column until we get there. Do you understand? Everyone nodded nervously. Okay, Jasper, here we go, yelled out Mrs. Shorttail. She dashed out into the crowd of moving feet, practically pulling her husband behind her. She was fast. She darted from one open area to the next turning quickly around brown shoes and turning wheels until they were safe near the next column. Mr. Whittle and Miss Maggie went next. They weren't as fast as Mrs. Shorttail, but when a big brown shoe nearly stepped on Miss Maggie's tail, Mr. Whittle was fast to pull her out of the way. Soon they joined the Shorttails. All right, we'll all go together, said Dash. Martin let go of his sister's hand. Fine, but I'm not holding your hand. Yuck! Dash scrunched up her eyebrows, pursed her lips, and stared at Martin. Martin's eyes doubled in size. He quickly grabbed hold of his sister's hand again. Dash's scowl turned to a smile. Let's go, she said. She pulled Martin behind her, and Hansa brought up the rear. They were slowed down by their packs and so had to walk quickly but not run. Hansa, look out! yelled Martin. 
Hansa turned to see a giant wheel from a man pulling his bag behind him. Coming straight for him, Hansa dove to the ground and rolled out of the way as the bag passed by him safely. Thanks for that, Martin. You've got good eyes, said Hansa, dusting himself off. The three young mice joined the older mice behind the second column. Great, said Dash, peering around the corner of the column. We've just got to do that seven more times. All the mice took in a collective deep breath. Repeating the pattern from before, the seven mice crossed the giant station floor, going from column to column, diving away from spinning wheels, ducking down under stepping feet, and turning around the items the people kept dropping like tissues and pieces of paper. Finally, they reached the giant green sign. Below the sign, low down on the wall, was a set of double doors, much like the ones in the old clock tower. It seemed as though they hadn't been opened in a long while, as Mr. Shorttail had to pull very hard to get them unstuck. Finally, the mice passed through the double doors and into the ticketing area for mice. As the mice entered the room, they saw a long line of mice waiting at a ticketing booth. The mice in the line turned and watched as seven mice came through the doors labeled Station. The eyes of all the waiting mice grew large. Hansa could hear people whispering amongst themselves, though he couldn't figure out about what. The mice joined the line and waited. So, you guys came across the station floor, eh? asked an old gray mouse in the line in front of them. Mr. Shorttail puffed up his chest and nodded. Of course we did. Mrs. Shorttail just smiled thinly and shook her head. The old gray mouse continued. I haven't seen anyone attempt that in years, not since the passageway was built. You must be some very brave mice. All seven mice smiled at this. The line continued to move forward until Hansa and Dash were the next ones in line. So what did you bring to trade, Hansa? asked Mr. Whittle. It'll have to be something good to get you all the way across town. Oh, don't worry about that, Uncle Walter, started Hansa. Mr. Green gave me the perfect trade. Hansa unslung his pack and knelt down beside it. Suddenly, he jumped up into the air. His ears perked straight up, his whiskers pointed straight to the sides, and his tail went stiff and straight back. What is it? asked Mr. Whittle. Our trade. I forgot it. Yesterday, I must have left it with Mr. Green. Oh, no. What are we going to do? he asked out loud. Dash's mind raced. She didn't know how she could fix everything. Without the trade, there's no ticket for you. Without the ticket, there's no taking the train, said Mr. Whittle. Hansa slumped down onto the floor. I don't know what to do, he said. We could try and trade the food we've packed, but I'm sure it won't get us too far. Plus, then we'd be starting this journey without any food. Mr. Shorttail bent down and spoke. No, that won't work. Plus, 
It's going to take you months to get to your grandfather's cottage. You don't want to start that journey without food. What should we do then? asked Hansa. You could always come back to the tower and try again tomorrow, suggested Miss Maggie. Hansa thought for a moment and then looked at Dash to see what she thought. Dash nodded. Taking a deep breath, Hansa stood up and told everyone his decision. I'm sorry, everyone. It's my fault. I forgot the trade. You all came out here for nothing. None of the mice complained, however. Since we're not in a hurry, we can take the long way around this time. We can go up the staircase and across the beams, said Mrs. Shorttail. As the mice headed for the staircase, their shoulders hanging low, a loud voice called out behind them. Hey, Hansa, where are you going? It was Mr. Green. Hansa turned around to see Mr. Green walking through the passageway leading from the platform. Above his head, he was carrying an enormous slice of apple. Hansa ran over to him. Mr. Green, what did you bring? That wasn't the trade I forgot. Oh, I know, but that button wasn't going to be enough. I mean, it would get you there and all, but not comfortably. Do you know what I mean? When I went to see Nellie this morning, she found this for me. Well, for you, really. This will get you there in the most comfortable cabin of the train. Believe me. Hansa smiled at Mr. Green and then at Dash. Where is Nellie? asked Dash. Oh, she decided she'd scare too many of the mice if she came. What a considerate cat. She sends her best. And Flicker? Oh, he's waiting on the platform. He wouldn't fit in here. Boy, can that bird fly. I thought I was going to fall off when he started doing loop-de-loops. What fun. I wish I could fly. Hansa spoke up. Oh, your ears are far too short to fly. Mr. Green gave Hansa a confused look. Hansa and Dash just cracked up laughing. I guess I don't get the joke, said Mr. Green. Hansa took the apple slice from the grocery mouse. Then Dash gave Mr. Green a little kiss on his cheek, which immediately turned bright red. Thank you, Mr. Green, said Dash. You've saved the day. Mr. Green didn't say anything. The entire group got back into line and waited to be called to the ticket booth. Next, came a little voice from the booth when it was their turn. Hans and Dash moved closer to the booth. How many passengers? asked the little mouse inside the booth. He wore a gray hat with a big black brim on it. Two, please. First class, answered Hansa. Destination? Uh, um, hold on. I forgot the name of the town. Hansa turned towards his uncle. Uncle Walter, what is the name of the town we should get off at? Marshall, it's the first station just outside the city. Marshall answered Mr. Whittle. The little mouse in the booth spoke up again. Let's see, two mice to Marshall in first class. And what do you have to trade today? Dash held up the giant slice of apple. 
Oh, that will be more than enough. More than enough, thank you. Please just hand that to one of our runners there, and he'll take it to storage. Dash turned to see a gray squirrel standing right beside her with a giant grin on his face. The squirrel took the apple and then quickly ran across the room and through another door marked storage. And here are your tickets, said the booth mouse. Hansa grabbed the two slips of paper and handed one to Dash. Hansa and Dash led their group through the passageway, which ran under the platform towards the train. As they got to the end, they saw hundreds of mice boarding the train nearby on a small metal staircase coming off the train. Just to the left of the crowd was Flicker. What, what? Who's this? Is this a world traveler I see? Hansa smiled at his friend. Oh, and you must be the world traveler's assistant? Flicker said to Hansa directly. Hansa's mouth dropped open, and then everyone laughed at the silly pigeon. Flicker, thank you so much for all of your help. If you hadn't brought Mr. Green just at the right time, we wouldn't have been able to leave today. Flicker bowed low. All in a day's work, and not even a full day, just a couple of minutes, really. I can fly very fast. Hansa smiled and then wrapped his arms around the bird's neck. Oh, such a sweet moment, said Flicker, laughing. Hansa and Dash turned towards the short tails, Mr. Whittle and Miss Maggie. Well, said Dash, we're going to miss you all, but we'll be back next spring. Mr. Shorttail gave his daughter a hug. Remember, if you get into trouble on the way, just pause and find a solution. There's almost always a solution. Thanks, Dad. We will. It'll take us the entire autumn to make it to Grandfather's cottage, but if we pass through any villages with a carrier pigeon, we'll send a letter. Otherwise, it'll be winter before you'll hear from us. Each mouse took turns hugging Hansa and Dash. Finally, Hansa and Dash gave Flicker one last group hug. Oh, I can feel the love, said Flicker. A loud whistle blew. That's the final call, Hansa. You should go, said Mr. Whittle. The two mice said goodbye to their family and friends and then handed their tickets to the conductor mouse. They carried their scrounging packs up the metal staircase and found their seats towards the front of the mouse cabin. They looked out the window and waved one last time. Feeling a tinge of sadness at leaving so many people they loved, as the train pulled out of the station, Hansa looked at Dash and smiled. They didn't talk at first. They were too nervous and excited. But soon, they were chatting nonstop about their journey ahead. They watched as the train charged past hundreds of buildings until finally it crossed over a bridge and out into open fields. And Hansa and Dash left the city of the big castle. Remember, with each episode, you would get both the audio and the ebook. Put them on all your devices and choose your next series at storymoment.com. 
We hope you enjoyed Hans and Dash in the City of the Big Castle. Copyright 2016.